brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Are you currently in college or recently graduated but kind of struggling to figure out how to approach your post-grad life? If so, then I have the perfect guide for you, which I created for my college self in mind. That is the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success ebook, which features a holistic approach to all things starting out in your career during and after college, from cultivating the right mindset, building your resume, maximizing your LinkedIn profile and network, and so much more. I take you through a personal step-by-step guide on how to prepare for all areas needed when searching for a job. And these were actually many steps that I personally did between my sophomore and senior year of college, as well as the first year out of college. So I always highly recommend to start early to create opportunities for yourself. In this ebook guide, you will find cover letter tips and custom templates available for download, resume building steps, with with three custom templates, LinkedIn tools, and step-by-step guide on maximizing your profile, top 20 behavioral interview questions, and a lot more. Again, you can find this online at whatfulfillsyou.com. Just make sure when you click shop, just go to all products and you will find the ebook there, or just go to the show notes and it will be linked. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. On today's episode, I bring back a guest for a round two. Her name is Anne-Marie, commonly known as Anne-Marie Chase on YouTube. If you have been listening to this podcast since day one, then you most likely have heard the episode I did with her back in... Well, we recorded it back in like February 2020 and it was released sometime in March or April 2020. So pretty interesting to see how long things have evolved since then, but it's really funny and we mentioned this on the conversation as well, but Anne-Marie and I ran into each other at a coffee shop in New York City last year, or I should say technically not last year, but in 2021. This was around like the first or second month that I moved to New York, and this was the same for Anne-Marie, and obviously we've kept in touch over social media and stuff, but at that time we never met each other in person yet, and so that's why it was really funny, because we saw each other across the coffee shop, and I think I caught her like looking at me, and I was like, wait a second, I know who you are, and so we just had to get up and say hi, and it was really funny, because it's just a different feeling when you get to connect with someone that you are like already friends with because of just naturally having conversations with them um, digitally, but it's a whole different ballgame when you actually get to meet them in person. So anyways, I really appreciate this conversation with Anne-Marie. She is definitely very similar to me in the sense where, or at least I think so, where she has her own thoughts and she thinks for herself and we definitely dive into a little bit of everything on this conversation. So you can kind of consider this as 
a raw talk almost, except maybe not as, uh, you know, on like random open topics. I think this is maybe more skewed on an intellectual level versus maybe some of my other raw talks, which are, you know, more just open topic, you know? So anyways, this was a very fun conversation with Anne-Marie. And with that being said, let's welcome her to the show. Anne-Marie, welcome back. This is round two. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I was listening to our first episode together. This was also my beginning podcast journey back in March 2020. That was yeah. when this was that was published. That was probably like right before the whole pandemic. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we recorded in February yeah. of 2020. Yeah. And that was how we met. And then we have like mutual friends. And then we I have to tell the story that we met like randomly in the coffee shop last year in person like we obviously know each other because of social media yeah but then I forgot <laughs> about that that was so weird that was like and that was when I first moved here too yeah that was right when I moved here too yeah like that was probably like the first month that we, actually happens to me a lot in New York like I'll just oh really? ram like run into people that I like kind of know that yeah. just happened to me like this month oh really it's really interesting yeah. yeah I totally forgot about that I was like sitting and like working at Think Coffee <laughs> and then like suddenly I see in the corner I was like wait a second, I know her, and you were looking at me too, and we just had to get up and say hi. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And then you have more time. mutual friends when we had, like, the housewarming. Yeah, the housewarming, Catherine, because yeah. mm -hmm. she was also on my podcast, um, Kelly, who else was there that I knew? There was just a bunch Shelby. of... Shelby. Shelby, yeah. yeah. There was a bunch of people, yeah. So, small world. So, yeah. So, we go way back to that yeah <laughs> you were my first podcast that i was ever on oh yeah. i love that yeah and then now you have a podcast yourself yes so that's fun i want okay i want to start with like your whole journey because i feel like you went through a lot of growth over the past basically since we last spoke on the podcast yeah you went from basically i think at that point were you like two years graduated out of school yeah right like that was like winter 2020 yes and then fast forward uh last year you lived all in new york for mm -hmm. the year mm -hmm. and then now you're kind of like between new york and alaska yes that um, is accurate but then you were also part of the creator house yeah so like share the whole like journey okay the so involvement. when i talked to you i think i was doing a coding boot camp because okay. i was trying to figure out what i wanted to do next because at that point i was probably like eight years deep into YouTube and uh -huh. it had always just been a side thing that I was never really able to make full time. Okay. I think until two years later, I guess when I started having people over come to Alaska and mm -hmm. then I met this group of friends and then we formed this content house called your mom's house. Mm -hmm. And it's like right down the street from here. I keep getting mm -hmm. like drawn back to this neighborhood <laughs> and that I was actually only there for six months. So I only lived in oh, New really? York for six months. Oh, yeah. why do I think that was a year? Everyone thinks it's a year. I think because we posted so much. It's so true. And I also think that once you post on YouTube or just like social media in general, it kind of takes a little while for the lag between like creating the content and mm -hmm. then posting it. So I feel like it's like kind of like a three month lag, yeah. which is kind of interesting. True. Um, so a lot of people think that I've just been here for like the whole year, but I moved out in around May and this is like really the first year 2022 is the first year that i've been able to make youtube my full-time job and i okay. attribute a lot of that to just like learnings at your mom's house mm -hmm. and just like kind of knowing that it was possible like before i think maybe even you can resonate yeah. like it just youtube is not a traditional career path like right. podcasting isn't super 100%. um but it kind of is with the younger generation people like now aspire to be youtubers and yeah. so i think it kind of took me like a while to just shift my mindset being like this is like entrepreneurship. It's like something that you can actually do. Yeah. So I think I'm finally there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know there was, it was a journey being a part of the creator house. And honestly, I have not been able to like catch up with yeah, you that's since okay. then. That's totally fine. Um, but like in that process, because obviously to be fair too, I had once had a podcast with a mm, I remember really that. big YouTuber. Yeah. Um, and then we honestly had a falling out just because I think we had different, and that was like a little dramatic because like she kind of went off the rails in certain ways and I kept my cool and just like never talked about it. Yeah. But I think like from that experience, I recognize that there are, it's, it's like a business partnership, you know? Oh, yeah. And 
merging that with friendship is is such a gray area that a lot of people don't know about and it can be really tough yeah you know and then especially when people are in the public eye and you know you have like subscribers and fans and views and people are common and i mean i think that like you know that can be a lot emotionally you know it is not only that is like with social media and that being a job and at least Mm. the type of content that we do it's like lifestyle creators you're just documenting your life Mm -hmm. and then if you choose people that you make videos with then people and they have their own following people like love to just kind of like associate you together yeah which i think is fair but it also blurs the line a lot because it's like for what we're doing like what's reality what's meant for me like what's <laughs> yeah. meant for the internet yeah it's very messy and it is exactly like a business partnership yeah. and that's kind of like i mean I, I think i've taken kind of the same approach as you yeah just being i had a friend named melissa and she's just like i don't think spreading and my mom also kind of says this like uh-huh. spreading negativity of any sort on the internet right will do you any good yeah um so i just tried to focus i guess on them positive or just yeah you know it it is like it is also an interpersonal relationship and it's like i would never i'm not like a big gossiper so it's just like i treat it the same way it's like i'm not gonna tell everyone whatever happened just because it's like that's between us i think totally yeah looking back what would you say is like the biggest learning experience you had more so on like the future of if you were to work with I guess like a friend or a potential business partner, you know, cause I certainly had a lot of takeaways from my experience and it yeah. was very like, got it, you know? Yeah. And honestly, even like the, the podcast we were just talking about, Call Her Daddy, like they had a falling out too, where it can just get really messy, but I'm curious to know what you learned about it and maybe like showcasing the non-glamorous side of, you know, like working with your friends. Yeah, I think my biggest takeaway is you, I still will continue to work with other people. I think that's what makes like life fun. And just, I think that's what, I think two heads are always better than one. So Mm -hmm. I fully like plan on continuing to work with people. I think the biggest thing that I learned is you have to have the same values, which is probably like, you know, it's like, it's like kind of like dating or just, I don't know. It all goes, it's just all interpersonal relationships. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you don't have the same values, you could probably get so far, yeah. but I think down the road, there's going to, something's going to come up or some mm-hmm. issue's going to come up. And if you don't have the same values, you're going to want to navigate it differently. Yeah. And if it just like goes against your values and it's like, what do you do then? Yeah. That was my biggest takeaway too, because I think at the end of the day, if you make decisions differently and you don't see eye to eye on the reality of something like you guys have like different perspectives of what the reality is because of different values or like just like the foundation of how you make a decision um that's at least for me that was where a lot of conflict happened like in my past partnership it was like she she wasn't very consistent and my value system especially if i'm working with someone is that i show up consistently and like i respect their time and I respect like my half or whatever, yeah. you know, my share. Yeah. So I think that can be really tough where a lot of people jump into, let's do a podcast together. Let's do like all these things together. And they think it's like, they forget the logistics of it. Logistics is huge too. It's <laughs> like, logistics. do you show up on time? Like, yeah, yeah just like everything, especially yeah. for our group, we were like a group of four. So yeah. it's like, logistically that's challenging. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's tough, but okay. What about your New York experience though? Like you went from Alaska. Yeah to New York City, which is, I think is funny too, because I feel like we actually talked about it back on our podcast for some reason. I feel like maybe on like a side conversation, you and I were like, yeah, we may end up like, I may end up in New York. I'm like, wait, me too. And then like two years later, did we end up in New York? I vaguely remember that too. It might've been when we first met at Think that we talked about that, or maybe we did actually mention it in the podcast. I tried listening to it and I was just like, I talk way too much. I can't listen to this right (laughs) now. Um, I think I love New York. Like I really liked I think I keep telling people that I think uh, Alaska and New York are like the perfect complements to each other. Okay. I think if I could get both worlds, then that's like kind of a perfect world. Yeah. And I also like, I don't think it's cold here right now. Like I'm thriving right. here like, it's, compared it's to Alaska. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I moved here really with the house and I did really want to move here. Mm-hmm. And I we moved here in uh, October 2021. Yeah. So almost over a year ago. Mm-hmm. And even at that moment, I was like, 
I think New York's like the next like tech hub, like social mm-hmm. media hub. And mm-hmm. even people in the house were like, I don't really think so. Like, let's consider LA, like even random, really? like Phoenix. And I was just like, no, if I'm going to move, I want to move to New York. Yeah. And it is like, if you, that's kind of why I come back here mm-hmm. because like you could do YouTube anywhere, mm-hmm. but it's like a clickbait topic on its own. Kind of yeah. like when I started like doing my college weekly vlogs, mm-hmm. it wasn't like really a category, but then later like months later it just becomes like if you just put college weekly vlog Mm -hmm. at the time or like now if you put like new york city vlog or like apartment it just automatically gets more views that's so true yeah like i don't know it's more fun to watch people's lives in new york yeah it is interesting yeah Yeah. i think also social media has like perpetuated like the hub of new york city yeah that's sure. what social media does it like creates trends mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like a flywheel effect it's like more people like want to go there more yeah. trends come out of it it's like more popular yeah and i feel like new york too I, i'm he- curious to hear your thoughts on la because we both lived there at yeah. some point but i feel like not only has la maybe taken the back seat mm-hmm. as to where everyone is and kind of like the trend of where most people are but also i think in terms of community, New York, especially post-pandemic, has created a, a stronger community compared to L.A. I feel like a lot of people just have that New Yorker mentality here of, like, we're here together, whereas L.A., because partially because it is so spread out, and I think the culture is a little bit more focused on slightly superficial things mm-hmm. whereas here there's just it's a little bit more holistic there's a lot of you know education focus here there's also a lot of like there's the fashion industry the financial industry like all of these things tech as well whereas LA is like maybe more primarily entertainment mm-hmm. I feel like that contributed to it but like what are your thoughts in comparison from LA to New York and like do you have a preference um yeah I definitely prefer New York but it is yeah. interesting because I was taking an app uh at Elena's like the Elena Tabor I'm staying at her place while I'm here yeah and there are like sirens just like down the street and I just had this like in between like sleep state thought I was Mm -hmm. like I just completely missed the trauma of like the pandemic that happened (laughs) because this was probably like an insane place to be yeah um so I did think about that I thought that was really interesting and in terms of like maybe post-pandemic camaraderie Mm -hmm. I just feel like there are so many people here and it's yeah. so easy to get around. Like mm-hmm. I'm coming from Lower East Side. I just like biked over here. Oh my God. I still haven't like biked. Really? Like I biked on a uh, West Side Highway. Yeah. You know, but like not on the streets. That's what I love about this city is like <laughs> I need to do you could either just walk everywhere. Yeah. Or you could just bike everywhere and you can get anywhere you need to. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm not biking like that far, but I have like <laughs> no problem biking like 30 minutes to get to a new place. Oh my gosh. Whereas like LA, yeah, you had to drive everywhere to get anywhere. Mm. Like it would be so common for even like friends that I would see like once a month. I'd be like, okay, I have to drive like to Santa Monica from yeah. like Koreatown area to like see my friend. And then it's just like an exhausting thought. True. So it's like you have... Like, flakiness is very easy in L.A. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's something very easy about New York, whether it's Mm -hmm. just, like, biking over or just, like, taking a train. You could just, like, sit on a train. Yeah. There's something magical. (laughs) Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I love that you mentioned, too, like, when it comes to friendships and relationships, like, it is so much easier to kind of, like, maintain that here because it's easier to get to people. But I'm really curious to know, how did you maintain relationships since graduating I feel like that's the biggest adult struggle and and obviously you and I have some years since college so but like my audience there a lot of them are either like recent postgrads or like maybe some are still in college right now how did you navigate like the adulting stage of like early mid-20s I think that's a really good question because it's something that I actually spend kind of a lot of time on yeah I feel like even now in the last year I've met so many people Mm -hmm. and I guess it's nice because I've always thought that maintaining like relationships was very important, but it never really had a real justification other Mm -hmm. than like, okay, it helps me socially and it makes me feel good. Yeah. But it's cool to be in like social media or even like a podcast setting where this sounds like kind of weird, but it's, you can actually treat it like a job. Like I kind of treat it like a job. Like I, whenever I come to New York, I make sure to see like as many people as possible that I like had connections here with. Mm -hmm. Or like when I go to Alaska, I even like make sure that I'm like updating with all my friends there. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like, you know, you have work, social life, family, 
like whatever is important to you, like physical activity, you have to kind of actually make time Mm -hmm. and nurture those relationships. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, like you don't want to go meet up with a friend or it just doesn't seem important over your work. But I always think, and I like, I go back to that mindset too, Mm -hmm. but I always feel like really good when I do see my friends and I think it's always worth it. Yeah. So it's like literally taking the like actual time and effort to maintain those. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this too, but like for me, when I take the time to invest in people that are, you know, again, once like they, they share common values, they have similar visions for their life. Like it just, for me, that's always been a very fulfilling part yeah. of like life because at the end of the day, we can have all the kinds of success we want, you know, whether it's like on YouTube or in a corporate job or wherever, but none of that means anything without the friends, you know, and without a community of people. Yeah. So I feel like some people really miss out when they forget to invest in those relationships that you know, really bring back good energy. I completely agree. And I think maybe for some people, it comes more naturally to just be like, okay, it's very important to maintain your relationships. Mm-hmm. But I think for those people who are more like career focused or whatever, I think just making a concerted effort and yeah. just knowing that that is like an important aspect of life. Yeah. Cause I, I do think like down the road, you'd completely regret it if you just lost out on a bunch of relationships and it's not even like you don't even it doesn't have to be that much i think it's like watering a plant yeah like you water it every so often it's not going to completely die totally i was gonna say too it's so funny because i I know we both like naval yeah and i feel like he talks about this in some of his work and uh, did you read his like the almanac i did it i gave it to i bought it and then i gave it to elliot oh really okay but it's so funny because i will see like obviously you can see how like certain if you follow someone that they like it, like I'll go through Naval's yeah. voice and I see Anne Marie likes it. I'm like, she gets it That's because funny. it's also like rare. I don't know about you. I don't have many girlfriends that know or talk about Naval. And then like, I remember sometimes like we'll send each other like something from Naval or like, we'll be like, yo, like I love that. Or like, I see you repost James Clear. So it's such yeah. like a mindset thing, but I love how he talks a lot about, you know, the, the social games that people play mm. or just like, um, my favorite one from Naval too is like that life is ultimately a, uh, I think it's something like, it's just like a one player game, you know? Something That's the one thing that I don't really like that he says. Oh really? Yeah. Why do you like it? He says life is a single player game. Single, like, that's right. Yeah, single you go player. through everything like essentially by yourself and you'll like die alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way he, so I think maybe it's the way I take it and then I reframe it yeah. in my mind. I like that approach because I think in essence that is a, there is a truth of that reality. I do think there is a truth. Right? Yeah. Um, and And with that being said, I think the way I took it was like, okay, my life doesn't have to make sense to other people Mm. um it doesn't have to be approved or like even you know for me because of some cultural differences with my parents like there was a a lot of disagreement and clash between like what I wanted to do with my life and what my mom especially thought like was Mm. ideal for me and I think reframing it to recognize that at the end of the day like I am the one that lives my life you know it is like the one player game like you know someone else can advise and someone else could say this is better for you but you're the one playing it or living it okay out. i like that interpretation <laughs> a lot i thought that's of it as like okay so none of your like relationships matter but that's a good that's a great interpretation yeah i love that what other um like sayings i'm curious to know like for from naval because anyone who's listening right now you guys should really just consider to check out naval's content because he to me, his um, I think his episode with Tim Ferriss, where he talks mm-hmm. about happiness and wealth. I mean, that just just hit me, and it I take it with me to this day. Yeah, I really liked um, his episode with Joe Rogan. It's like a few years old now, but oh, it's okay. actually. Have you listened to that one? No, I actually <gasps> haven't. I didn't even know that there, he oh, did you're one with in for Joe Rogan. Oh gosh, he talks like a lot more about um, probably like uh like creating and like i think creating or like you know if you can't code like create like podcasts like stories like that kind of thing i think he talks like a lot more about like building a digital brand or building and creating in a digital age yeah um one of the ideas that i really like from him and i guess this isn't only from him but i think he also says like compounding effects of like relationships um or even like he i think says like you can't earn like a fit body like a true kiss 
like it's kind of going back to what we were talking about like those important things like relationships maintaining your right. relationships it's you can't buy that you have right. to maintain it over you know yeah. it has to be genuine or maintained over like a long period of time yeah so those are the types of like very long-term but balanced thinking yeah that i like from naval true and with that compound interest too it's like saying like you know when you invest in it now, especially with relationships, like the small investments of like connecting over time, like that compounds over time, you know, because I think we forget in the moment, like sometimes what I've noticed too is like maybe it's our generation, but a lot of it is like very focused on work, hustle and grind and mm -hmm. finding a way to succeed. And while I think that is, of course, very important, I think sometimes we forget what's more important when like we don't have those people around, you know, to like celebrate our wins with us. Yeah. Or in like helping us through our losses even. Yeah, completely. I think he is a great person to follow because he's successful, but he also has like a very well balanced approach. Yeah. Oh, and another thing that I always try to do with maintaining relationships is mm -hmm. I always try to get in person like FaceTime. Yes. Like if that's like the only thing that you think if that's the only thing that maintains our relationship, I think that's like the number one takeaway is like if you're in the same place at the mm -hmm. same time, like always go see your friends or like the people that are important to you. Yeah. Because even if you don't think it'll be like a fruitful like meeting, it's like you'll just randomly get to talking about something and then you can learn what they're doing or yeah. tell what you're doing. And like eventually I think you either make connections like you can have them like True. talk to one of your friends or yeah. just like learn what they're up to. I think that's like super important. Yeah. And I think it's funny too, cause it makes me think about like when we ran into each other. Yeah, at exactly. And yeah. that's when you were like, Hey, we're having like a house exactly. party. And then like, there's like just... synchronicity that happens yes. or yes. just like, there's something different about being in person for sure. Yeah. I'm curious because of that, um, like occurrence, I'm curious to know, do you think in life, like does everything happen for a reason or is it like 50% our decisions and then 50% chance? Uh, I think someone had like this metaphor that I really liked because I have become like pretty spiritual. I think since I've talked to you, okay, it's just like a big part of my life. And I don't really know what that means. I think I just have been able to put my trust or faith in something bigger than myself, which has been really important for me as like someone maybe with anxiety or just like overthinking. Yeah. But someone said it's like, you know, placing a boat in a river and the river is just going to flow as it may but maybe you have like a boat with a motor in the back right. so either you can just take the river with your boat or you can kind of i think like the autonomy that we as people have is like we have like the motor and right. it's like kind of whatever you do with it it's like do you want to go up river or do you want to go further down river faster yeah. that's kind of how i think i of like it. that i actually like that because i think it is okay so i i agree with that because that's the thing that's my thing too is i've always kind of viewed life as Half of it is I make a decision and I take action on it if I do. And there are multiple potential outcomes, you know? Yeah. And then that takes me down like a, another path, you know? So it's just like, I think back to that because it's like, what if I didn't decide to go to Think Coffee that day? You know, yeah. like it's just like right time, right place for us to like run into each other, you know? Yeah. And, and I yeah. think if you're actually taking, if you're like, I've been really interested in this idea of, like, creating your own reality. Mm -hmm. Because I think I've been surrounded by a lot of people, even, like, yourself. Like, mm -hmm. if you're creating something online, it's kind of, like, manifesting on the internet. It's, yeah. like, you say that you're interested in Naval or you're talking about whatever things that you're interested yeah, yeah, yeah. in. Then it's, like, someone can hear that and be, like, oh, like, I just did a podcast with Danny Miranda. Danny Miranda loves Naval. Like, they yeah. should connect. Or, like, True. someone might just, like, comment. I think that is kind of consistent with building your reality yeah. or just like yesterday I was on the airplane and this girl was sitting next to me. She had like a coffee, like a Starbucks coffee and like two white wines. And then it was like the end of the flight we were landing. And the guy next to me was just like, so do you guys plan? Like, are you guys in a rush? And then she was just like, no, but I like really, really, really need to pee. <sighs> and I remember I used to be like that where I'd be too scared to just ask the person next to me to oh, get up on the airplane. But totally. then what is, the consequence of that it's like you really need to pee yeah. and you're just like sitting there in pain and no one else like really knows but you're just suffering yeah. where it's like creating your own reality could be as simple as just being like can i go to the bathroom True. you know it's True. like those types of things are things because i think we can get a lot further if, once we step outside of the box and realize like oh we can actually do things ourselves yeah then we think we can it's just kind of like I guess like turning on the motor it's like see where you can go with that and then you can actually True. go where you want to go instead of just like 
being flowed down the river. Do you feel like that, I guess, like that kind of reality has transformed your past year? Like maybe, because I know you mentioned earlier too, like uh, back in 2020, you were considering like coding and maybe yeah. like going down that route. And like maybe yeah. now you're more back on track with like going YouTube full time and like yeah. being in creator mode. Like what's, what are your thoughts on that experience? I like that question. Um, I think in 2020, when I was doing my coding path, it was like, okay, what, with my skill set, like, what can I do yeah. to, I think I was more following the river, you know? Okay, okay. And then this last year, I was in a position where, like, any idea I had, especially, like, in the group, too, mm -hmm. like, for creating, yeah. could come to life. And it was really cool being with other creators or people, like, creating their own reality, too, mm -hmm. because I feel like it wasn't, like, one plus one equals two. In our case, it was like four. Yeah. One plus one plus one. It <laughs> equals like a lot more. Right, right, right. And things could happen so much faster and we could just reach and do whatever we wanted. Yeah. So I think my perspective, like this last year has completely changed my perspective on that. It's like, okay, you take the initiative and you actually try. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time, even just trying, people just don't even try. And it's like, you can get in your own way. You can have anxiety. Like, that's mm -hmm. kind of like my issue. It's just like, oh, like, what's the point of trying? Or it's like, if I reach out to this person, why would they want to respond? But mm. I think this past year has just been like, okay, maybe it's like the spirituality thing, like putting your faith in something bigger than yourself or just mm -hmm. trusting that, like, if you try, the universe will maybe, like, help. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my, com my perspective has completely changed, I think. I am so curious to hear about a few things like so number one I feel like if I remember correctly don't you teach yoga or have taught did, yoga? yeah okay yeah I recently got back into yoga and I go consistently which like whenever you're like consistently back in the city we should do a I would session love to, together yeah. I go to this place called Humming Puppy I don't Ooh. know if you heard of it but it's in Flatiron and they basically have these I think they're the bowls or like sound baths oh, or whatever baths, yeah. yeah and it's just like the 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 ringing like the the humming of it or whatever i don't know how to describe vibration. it yeah the vibration it's just like they they do it at the end and it's just like the best feeling ever but well. i think it's called humming puppy i don't know the puppy part but the humming <laughs> part um because there's like a vibration going during the entire class wow. uh, lingering in the background that's actually the same frequency as the earth what yeah that's it's like so cool. right so i have been going like pretty much nearly every wednesday or like some mm. day of the week like midweek usually it's like keep myself going like 7 a.m just like morning flow it's like it's just like the best feeling ever and then that has enhanced my like mindfulness practice also me getting into more like spirituality um but i'm curious to know what your practices are and if like I know you like to journal as well. Yeah. Um, but if you do anything that helps with like your overthinking, anxiety, also like managing any, you know, pressure or comments you get like on social media, things like that. Because I feel like a lot of things can yeah. be like, overwhelming and some people have similar uh, feelings of, you know, anxiety or whatever. But might, maybe it's like comes from work, but maybe just hearing how other people deal with it helps them kind of get ideas. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, yeah. That's a big question. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I love that because I've heard of sound baths. Like, I've, I haven't done, like, a lot of the sound bath. Yeah. And then I'm recently, like, learned more about the vibrations of noises. Yeah. Like, a pair, I love airplanes because i feel like i read and journal and write like more on airplanes than Mm -hmm. anywhere like i never even watch a movie because i'm just like you can get so much stuff done and for some reason it's like easier and then i learned that the noise is like it's brown noise and Mm -hmm. it has like a yeah so i'm very intrigued by the noise and like the vibrations of noises yeah uh i think i have a lot of practices to maintain my anxiety just because i've had so much anxiety in my life and i feel like the last like 10 years has just been like me learning how to manage it on my own and it's not like a perfect practice but definitely being active Mm -hmm. like i think that is a huge part of getting out of your head and into Mm -hmm. your body Mm -hmm. it just brings you in the moment I'm like a huge advocate of walks because I love long walks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think like New York is like the perfect place to walk too because you have is. so many places to go. You yeah. can kind of go late into the night and mm-hmm. not, there are just so many people around. Mm-hmm. I have a yoga practice. I, so I did teach yoga while I was here and then I stopped because I moved. Mm-hmm. But, um, was it hot yoga? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's like, uh, Bikram or Hot Power Fusion at Core Power. Did you ever meet cute guys from it? (laughs) No, I would always think that yoga would be like a interesting place to meet people, even like girls, like people your own age or for guys like interested in girls. But it's just like not a great place unless you're doing like teacher training. I've never really I'm like I can meet people like pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And yoga has really not been a very fruitful place to meet people, even though I always I really think it should be. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. I think it's because it's such a like self-practice where it might be like a little weird if you like, I don't know. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I love yoga. I think that's a great it's like a uh, physical meditation. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm sure that I need to get into like meditating next, but that's mm-hmm. not a very strong practice of mine. Yeah. I journal still okay. like, I journal this morning. That's super helpful. And then something that I've been doing recently, this, I don't know. I think I have like places keep me kind of stuck in thought. Mm-hmm. And so like if I'm uploading, cause I have like a big like anxiety around uploading still, like yeah. I just don't think it'll ever go away. Okay. So I'll go to like a coffee shop or just try to get, cause I think in a new environment, there's just like so much new stimuli to take in that yeah. maybe it like takes your mind off of like whatever. True. It's kind of like multitasking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just kind of like hop around and it helps you like go to new places, which I think is cool. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I have like those types of practices. Yeah. Have you, especially in the past year, have you had an increase in anxiety with like social media pressures Hmm. and if so or maybe I don't know if not but I was just curious to know like how did you did you have to approach it differently to handle it because I know you mentioned earlier like you still sometimes get like anxiety yeah from like uploading yeah and I feel like yeah like I feel like that like that people face that in a similar way but like in their own life you know like whatever obstacle that is for them oh that's a great question too because I feel like yes for sure but also in this last year there have been actually I guess this past year Mm because when I realized that that I was like kind of very solo posting so I took a step away from doing a lot of group content like Mm -hmm. I did vlogmas last year okay and that was all group stuff and then I had like this big fear that like no one would watch my videos as soon as I stopped doing the group stuff got it um so and then I had kind of like a big fear because I was like I'm not gonna involve myself in this drama like whatever totally but then later on when it kind of like imploded with other members of the house like leaving I had like a huge amount of anxiety I don't even know because it wasn't I wasn't even really involved in it right but it was just like maybe the drama like behind it or Mm -hmm. I had like a probably like the most anxiety I've felt social media related like in October of this year. Okay. And then I think after that it went down a lot, but I think anytime you have like an extreme amount of 
anxiety either it's like you getting backlash or like Mm -hmm. your friends getting backlash Mm -hmm. i think it just kind of this is like not a great answer but i think it just like adds a notch in the belt so it's just like (laughs) okay maybe you like have to kind of go through that yeah so that you have the strength to like get through that for the next time yeah yeah do you avoid looking at comments and anything on that social and honestly it's more like a question for me yeah like sometimes i like i obviously am not at a scale where i feel like I worry to that level, but it definitely crosses my mind. Like, you know, just as you naturally progress in anything, I think everyone should think about it. Yeah. 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 I'm just curious to know how that has been for you. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that useful to look at comments. Right. (laughs) Honestly, like I probably do see a lot of the comments anyway, just Mm. because it's like checking the analytics or just like checking through, but I'm trying, I don't think, I don't think it's necessary yeah Mm -hmm. and i don't think it as you get bigger and like because a lot of the time it's like even for negative comments or like Mm -hmm. just the perception is not it doesn't align with reality so Mm -hmm. it's just like it's actually pointless sometimes to look at the comments when people are commenting about a reality that they think has happened from their observations where you're just like this is not how do you not let that get to your head though or has it because if i read stuff like that's probably what would get to me at this current chapter of my life where if I read a comment where someone perceived the reality of like a situation to be xyz yeah but it was not that at all that's really tough yeah (laughs) I really luckily like I find like a lot of internal validation okay so I think just having that as a personality trait is very Mm -hmm. helpful but also I just journal a lot so it's like I just tell my journal like whatever everything and then I don't know. I have this, I've been like, I kind of see it as just like, you know, keeping your cards to yourself. Like you don't have to lay out all of your cards all the time. Right. And it's, you kind of just have to be like, okay with that. And I guess like also maybe going back to like spirituality, it's like as above, so below, like the truth will come out or Mm. at the very least, like you can just live in your truth and know that like you're comfortable with like whatever you've done. And I think that actually there's something to that too. Just like living freely in your own actions and feeling okay with your part true what is one major improvement you would say that in the past two years i guess from like the last time we spoke on the podcast Mm -hmm. to now in your own personal growth that you would say has been like a significant change in your life and something you would kind of like advise on to younger girls in their 20s i think um I guess like being okay with independence. Mm -hmm. I think, I feel like you could probably definitely speak to that too. Um, And yeah, being on your own like individual path, Mm -hmm. I think, because even as I like talk, I don't feel at all like I have like even like the YouTube success that I would want, but I think just from like the numbers or whatever, like people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, like it took you like this long, but you've like made it so it's like always a journey totally and it's like like you were saying it's like you're not at the scale where you think that you should think about those things I think everyone like could get to that place and a lot of it is like maybe even like I think a lot of my issues for growth were self-limiting or just like fear-based um so I guess being okay with this is so like cliche but being okay with where you are on your path because it's like even for YouTube growth I'm grateful that I've been on YouTube for 10 years yeah because I think if I had started like two years ago or three years ago even like some of my old roommates just like the blow up it's like a complete lifestyle change it's an income change like the people who approach you are completely different like Mm -hmm. you're in even interpersonal relationships I think it's a completely different lifestyle yeah so Uh, I'm like a cautious like person I like to know I like to gather as much information as possible yeah so I think just like being on your own journey and it's like if people don't understand that then it's fine and if you need to like vent to somebody you can always vent to your journal (laughs) yeah that's so true (laughs) do you have advice around adulting like what was your process like because I also I know your podcast is called unemployed millennial yeah um and I feel like I don't know. I, I feel like, well, first off, I think from what I've heard on your podcast, you have a really good relationship with your mom. But yeah. I think speaking from like having Asian immigrant parents, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people in that community, it's like a hit or miss with the parents. Yeah. Right? I'm sure you've yeah. heard a handful of them. And I personally am one of those where yeah. it's mainly like 
my mom disagreed with a lot of what I felt was my personal vision. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure like it, it just it can be really tough when like, let's say like you're not employed at a corporate company, yeah. right? Like you're doing YouTube or you're doing something that's so like hard for a parent to fathom. Yeah. But do you have any thoughts around that, whether it's like knowing how to stick to your tunnel vision or being able to logistically prove to your parents like, okay, this is kind of, you know, how I'm making it work. And this is kind of like my one year plan, like that kind of thing. I don't know if you, if you yeah. yeah, I actually have thought about this kind of a lot. Cause I do feel like I'm like 26. I'll be 27 next month. Okay. So I, I like the age that I'm at. Cause I feel like, uh, Danny Miranda and his podcast was like, he said it, it was like old soul. Yeah. Like I feel like I've always been an old soul. So I feel like my Likewise. physical age is like finally catching up to my, like whatever <laughs> spiritual yeah, age. Yeah. I don't know no, what I feel the same. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there, I have a really good relationship with both of my parents, but I do still like see that like from my mom was like an immigrant from Korea and she mm -hmm. had a more like she had a really difficult like poor upbringing totally and so even when I was moving to New York I think maybe some of it comes from a more scarcity mindset of mm -hmm. like you don't have like the money or like you don't have enough money in your bank to live there for like the rest of the year or like True. whatever she feels comfortable with uh-huh um so I think a lot of adulting, there comes a point in your adult life, and I think maybe an example with parents is a good example. Uh -huh. I think there comes a point where you just have to realize that, like, especially for the landscape that we're in now, mm -hmm. it's a completely different landscape, like professionally even, for right. our parents. Right. You just have to know that you know all of the information and you know it's possible, mm -hmm. and it's like your parents it's really hard for me to disagree with my parents because we're so close. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes when they're like, Oh, like what about this? Or they bring up a concern. Like it does like spark a lot of like bells in my head <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh no. But then it's like just trusting yourself. And it maybe goes back to, you know, keeping your cars to yourself. It's like, you have to be confident True. in what you know and what you're good at. And you can't be delusional about it. True. You have to have like some type of track record or cred credibility, but sometimes like deep down, you just like know something. Yeah. And so I think it kind of just for me, that's like within the last two years, I've really had this realization of like, okay, my parents know a lot and they're really smart and they've helped me get to like this point. Right. But they don't know like everything, even especially about what I'm trying to do. Cause it's completely different from like their professions or what right. they've done. Right. So yeah, there comes a point where you're just like, okay, I have to make, I know what's best for me like deep down. Yeah. Even for like when people ask like a lot for relationship advice, mm -hmm. it's like only you really know what's going on in that relationship. Yes. So it's like, yes. why would you ask like the biased friend that really doesn't know that much about what's exactly going on? Exactly. I mean, and even in those cases too, I always tell people like, try to get the most objective lens as yeah. possible. Someone that's like, not even like a close friend. Yeah. Someone that's like completely no emotional attachment to what you end up doing. Yeah. And they can most likely see it from the other person's, like you, they could see the gaps in your stories yes. more. And I personally do that a lot because I know that naturally I will have confirmation bias. And mm -hmm. if I ask a friend, they're going to love me to the point where they, they want the best for me, but maybe like they're, they're again, only seeing my side exactly. of the story and I'm very aware of that. So that's what I guess therapists are for. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that in my head, but I don't actually see a therapist. So oh, really? That's one of my goals for next year. I'm like, I need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any book recommendations? Cause I feel like that's maybe up your alley or podcast. You can throw in a podcast too. Surprisingly, but. I have it. I used to be like the biggest podcast listener, but okay. I have not been able to like really like consume podcasts recently. Maybe it's cause I started my own and I'm like, it's like the artist, totally. like shadow artist, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Type deal. Um, the last book I read was really interesting. I think, um, it was called the alchemist. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually haven't read that yet. I haven't either. I feel like it's a book that everyone's always like, Oh yeah, this yeah. is a good book to read. Uh, but it kind of aligns with like spirituality. It's a lot about omens okay. and like finding omens along your like life purpose. Uh-huh. They call it like something very specific. But that's kind of like the approach that I've been taking for like the last few years, like mm -hmm. synchronicities and like serendipities and just yeah. kind of like following those things that like are God's way or like the universe's way of like confirming like the path that you're on. Like kind of like us meeting at a coffee shop, like yeah. that's pretty synchronous or um that's like a positive omen, I guess. True. Yeah. True. Do you make decisions based on instincts or logic? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Or which one do you usually like gun to the head? What are you choosing? <laughs> Instincts or logic? I think this past year has really tested that. Yeah. Because I feel like I always listen to my instincts. And then usually I feel, but then this last year, like even leaving the house, it was like my instinct was to leave. But logically, it's like I had grown so much. Like professionally, I think it would have made more sense for me to stay. Right. But I guess like that just answered, like I just go with my instinct. Cause yeah. I think I, if I'm not living in alignment with yes, the alignment. Thing. Yeah. It's, it's also very draining for me. Yeah. Like it's physically exhausting. Right. So and it's kind of like just, there's like a dissonance, like your mind yeah. and body feels it. That's yeah. what I'm always, that's like a, a random question. I've been asking a lot of people lately. Cause I used to be like 70, 80% of the time, like making logical decisions. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm skewing back towards like maybe like more instincts because I'm recognizing like there are moments where like that would be a great example where I might try to rationalize why I should stay in yeah. something, but just it like instinctively just doesn't, it doesn't hit like something feels off. Yeah. If I proceed with that. I think dissonance is a word that I've liked a lot. I recently <laughs> went to this thing called summit and there was this lady speaking about like resonance and dissonance okay. and she runs her company. Like, cause a lot of this like sounds very like, if you're saying like, oh, go with your intuition. Right. And then it's like, oh, like, but you're getting so many subscribers. It doesn't make sense. True. But you run into like dissonance. It's kind of like the opposite yes. of like omens. It's yeah. like you run it. You'll run into hardships. <laughs> yeah. That it's like your life sometimes doesn't need to be as hard as you make it. Yes. Like, at least for me. Yeah. Like, um, and that's what I think like resonance and like, you know, the, the good signs mm -hmm. come into play. But I think... Um, just not like I have I follow like a lot of my intuition even if I don't really realize that's what I'm doing yeah I'm, I'm on the same page especially this past year yeah <laughs> two more questions one being this is great for college students so you went to USC which is obviously a great school and you know we went to school around like the same uh, time period as well but looking back especially for those who are listening it might be like stressed right now whether it's like they're graduating this coming year or, uh, you know, finals or whatever, like in school, they're just stressed because their parents are putting pressure on them, whatever that looks like. What's your advice for anyone in college right now? And then like looking years out, is that, is that something that's going to be linear or do you feel like that's something that they should maybe enjoy the process more and recognize that you might not actually end up getting a specific job in, in what yeah. you studied you know what yeah. i'm so curious too. what did you study again i studied business oh, okay yeah that's, that's always useful yeah <laughs> i think for the fields that require like good grades like mm -hmm. if you're trying to be a doctor or like if you're in engineering True. or something that requires like you know get straight a's yeah. study a lot um definitely like study a lot do well in your classes but for other degrees like even my degree mm -hmm. um I think college is a great time to experiment with like what you want even like I started Shutter with Shelby Church mm -hmm. who's a, another YouTuber mm -hmm. in college it's just a very easy way to have kind of like a safety net yeah in a way because I I think Naval also talks about this like right. he thinks that and I kind of think this too like the future of college is going to be like the future of like taxi medallions yeah. in comparison to like Uber, like now yeah. that people have Uber, but I have been taking more taxis lately. <laughs> They're kind of cheaper. So maybe this is yeah. like symbolic, but um, I don't know. I think it's people should be comfortable, like trying different new things in college. Mm -hmm. And it's not about the grades for some people. Right. Like I remember I would stress so much cause you know, coming from high school, it's like yeah. you get, you're like the straight A student. Totally. You're like the top 5% of your class. Yeah. Then going to like somewhere like USC or like yeah. any, any like probably school, you enter a different playing field. Yeah. And I remember I would stress myself out. I got really sick in my freshman year cause I pushed yeah. myself so hard. I was like actually hospitalized. Um, cause I think I was just exhausted and then like health factors yeah. and after that i was just like okay it's not that serious right that's what i was gonna say yeah yeah, yeah. it's not that serious like <laughs> literally none of the grades that i got matter at, at all for like what i'm doing for um, sure. so i mean there are definitely fields that it does matter a lot mm -hmm. like i have like two doctors in my family and <laughs> it did matter for them i guess right but for like other people just try as many things as you want to try I in agree. college yeah i think that is the best time to experience many things it's what i consider kind of like your 
free time you know yeah. in a way where it's like if you're lucky maybe your parents are helping some of your college yeah. expenses um you know maybe you're paying some of it or maybe someone you, you're on scholarship whatever that looks like but it's like you're not working like trading time for money yet and I, that's where i'm yeah. like that's the best time to like try it all and also just societally like people are very helpful to like students true i think so if you reach out cold dms and emails mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a part of creating your own reality like that's yes. something that can be life-changing and it's like it doesn't have to be like this whole ordeal you could literally just like send a message mm -hmm. just doing things like that it's like stuff that's low cost yeah but can change your life and then honestly like if you find something that you like love you could just drop out of college <laughs> like i feel like that's like the path yeah i don't know post pandemic it's like so true. I don't know. I, is, will it really matter that much in the future? Like, right. I'm grateful that I have my degree, but I know so many, like, YouTubers who, like, don't, and it'd be mm -hmm. pointless for them. And true. maybe in the future, like, that's going to change. But I think just, like, gaining the skills, like, the entrepreneurship skills. Yeah. Like, Shelby, for example, Shelby Church, mm -hmm. like, she has been doing YouTube full-time since she was 18. Yeah. She's, like, a harder worker than she so many people hard. at USC. Yeah. It's like you don't need college to gain those skills. Right. I think maybe at this point in time, you still might for the status. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's not that serious, I guess. Right. It's like the best takeaway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and I think that's, like, I'm glad you said that too because I think, again, like I get a lot of DMs from girls that are in college right now that will ask me questions around figuring out life, like mm -hmm. for the future. And it's kind of like, you should think as like a vague big picture, I think, but not so detailed as like, okay, this is what I'm going to do in like my five-year plan. Yeah. Think of just like, like an ideal place you'd like to be. And yeah. Like, or direction. Yeah, direction. I think direction yeah. is important, like vision and direction. I think that was one of the blessings that I took away from COVID or like one of the pros mm -hmm. is that it's like you can plan your life all you want and then you have no idea, like a worldwide pandemic can hit and yeah. then your whole course of your life is like completely <laughs> altered for so many people. So true. So it's just like, I think having, I like to take every, I, I only plan month to month. Like I'm yeah. not planning like two months in advance. Yeah. Maybe that'll change as I get like, you know, more structured, but I think sure. having flexibility and mm -hmm. like having a vague direction and like take it day by day or like month by month, like mm -hmm. definitely have your goals, but like you can't plan unless sure. you're like on a, yeah you know doctor path like you can't right. plan five years in advance and these days. with that too like nothing is perfect nothing ever yeah. ends up on a perfect outline so yeah okay well last question something i ask everyone and i'm sure i asked you this last time but in reflection of everything what would you say fulfills you in life mm, i would say my relationships for sure yeah. yeah i think i'm at a place where I can just be like at peace with people. Like if I mm -hmm. show up like face to face, mm -hmm. I just am comfortable knowing that that's like not a waste of time that I yeah. can just fully be there and just like enjoying the moment. And that definitely comes through relationships. Like for me, I would like, I would like to connect to as many people as possible. Yeah. So definitely relationships. Likewise. Ooh, I'm so glad we had a chance to do this and timing worked out. So yeah. thanks for coming into the studio. Where can everyone find you? Share your YouTube, yeah. Instagram, all of that. Uh, my YouTube and Instagram is Anne Marie Chase. And my podcast is Unemployed Millennial. And I just want to commend you because you, like the reason why I followed you and like you put out so much good content very <laughs> consistently and you organize this this was like a 24-hour turnaround i was just like i'm coming back to the city i didn't get enough done and then you're just like okay let me book a studio so yeah. you are like uh like I, you would do guy like you just do like so much so <laughs> i'm like very very impressed by you i always tell uh, when i introduce or like talk to you about people mm -hmm. or talk about you to people yeah. i'm just like I don't know how you do like everything that you do. It's Thank amazing. You. That means a lot. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean it. And that was all for today's episode with Anne-Marie Chase. If you enjoyed this conversation, as always, it means so much to me when you rate and review the show, whether on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yes, you can do it on either if you were not aware of that before. And if you really want to support the show, definitely be sure to check out all of the merch. You can find the card game, journal, the new hoodie available at whatfulfillsyou.com. And as a podcast listener, you can get 10% off your purchase with the code what fulfills you 10 at checkout. Again, that's what fulfills you 10 at checkout. Thanks again for tuning in today. I will chat with you all.
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 